This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Forever! Dog! Broke the skin. I, good thing I'm wearing gloves. Heavy gloves because it's Is winter. that burnt knuckle hair? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome back for another steaming, piping, scalding serving of... This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, lives issues in politics, politics, and take a deep, deep dive, dive into the DMs. DMs. Let's get into some... Hot Hello, Fresh. Hello, Fresh. <laughs> we want to actually. We want to take a break. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna take a nap on this helix. How this helix get here? <laughs> integrated yeah, product. Integrated placement. marketing. That's phase five. Yeah, we'll damn. get there. Um, uh, so I don't know if you've heard, but right, we tell. are nominated for a Queer Tea Award. Oh, when did this happen? Is this late breaking news? It is current breaking. Oh well, current I, breaking. Damn, I just. My neck. I am so excited about this. We're going to need some updos. This is so... I've been bothering everyone in my life to vote about this. Oh, because, I've been posting. I've been yeah. swiping up, doing all the, the hooplas. I'll tell you how easy it is. I'm doing it right now. You just Google Queerty 2020, and then you go to the podcast section, and you click us, and there, I literally just voted in... Five seconds. So simple. And there's so many great categories to vote for. There's like the next drag star. There's uh, yes. digital series like Eastsiders. Stephen Guarino's nominated for that. For I just, performance. I don't know if she's the next drag queen. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> A lot of great people nominated. It's an honor to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hear tell we're going to we're going to go to the awards show. Um. I do not know if no. they have cat traps on premises, but there will be pussy stunting. Oh, there will be. <laughs> and they're going to want to trap the cats. Yeah. I might be daring on the red carpet like Billy Porter and wear a dress. 
I'm oh, thinking, wow. you know, just to like make a statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Just just to just to show them your your yards. Yeah. <laughs> you can afford the yards from Michael Levine's. Oh, the yardage is going mm-hmm. to be a plenty. The yardage. Uh, you can vote once a day, uh, every day, and we would appreciate it because uh, if we show up and we're pretty and we don't get the award, uh, don't make me take off my rings to clap for someone else. Yeah. Don't. Though you will get really good footage of us cutting eyes. <laughs> mincing, <laughs> cutting eyes, trying to clap with one hand while we're texting our publicist. <laughs> <laughs> Asking to see the score sheets. Wow. I'd, I'd love to go over the score sheets. Yeah, wow. I would I'm love so to. happy for your win. We're going to be doing a little, um, just an informal talk calculation, yeah. talk back. Talk back. Yeah. Uh, happy count. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. That's coming up, or it's probably it's happening today. if you're listening yeah. to this. Yeah. Do you have anything uh, special? Anything special? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a pretty low key one. Mm-hmm. But uh, what about you? What are you doing? Um, Getting fucked? I celebrated a couple days ago. My parents will be in town. So um, my mom will hold the camera probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I um, love that. Just hanging out. I'll probably uh, call my husband, ask for some legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you see. Uh, Saturday Night Live. I did see SNL. I yeah. I watched all the important ones, the ones with Rue in it, and um, yes, the promo. I n- I noticed she was wearing her promo hair from season eleven. I think that ponytail one that she was doing, or maybe she did the she did something in this hair. It's the ponytail, the high top, the high pony. high top pony. Yeah, it's she's gonna wear it on season twelve because I've seen little like mm-hmm. little clips here and there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's it's really good. I like the that she was in drag for that for the promo. Yes. Um I I love that she got in quick drag for the the designing Dixie women's Carter, catch, yeah. which was great. I didn't realize it was Dixie Carter though until they did the Georgia line. <laughs> which I I just thought it was funny anyway, but then when drag. yeah, I was like why is Cecily Strong all of a sudden from Georgia? Yeah. And Rue's already from Georgia, so um but I did I did appreciate most of the things that she did. Yeah. Other than lifting two of Latrice's lines for the reading challenge. Like, you can lift one from a girl and be like, oh, it's an homage. But when you lift two, cut the bitch a check. Right, yeah. Because that was two of Latrice's great lines. And Latrice is one of the few people, other than you, who's won a reading challenge in both of her seasons. Ooh, hold on. It's like I'm a podcaster. I know. All the statistics. We we have the statistics on a giant LED screen. It's sort of like Minority Report. We can like grab things and swipe Mm -hmm. them out. Yeah, totally. I love that. Uh, We wish you could see this right now. You know I love the stats and playing on a pony. So Completely. My favorite sketch that RuPaul did was the library reading one. I thought that was the strongest one of the night. Yeah, it was. It was. And it's been more apparent for, I'm not singling Rue out, for most of these hosts, it seems like they're all on cue card. And their eyelines are weird, and you could tell they're reading sometimes. And I just wish wish people would learn a little more. Like, learn the story and tell it. You don't need to hit every word, but, like, don't, you know. I feel like the hosts aren't practiced enough. And I'm sure they're so busy, because, like, every time they're on the show, it's the week of their, like, dropping something big or... You know, they're promoting something so they don't have time to go and play Skitscat with SNL. Yeah. But like it would help if they had an extra day of rehearsal, just like hard, like zits probe, teching, all that. Right. For sure. I just think it would it would help the performances just flow amazingly. Yeah, definitely. That's what I would want. 
when they ask me to host after I'm dead on the 17th right. of February. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's some heavy teleprompter or, or cue cards or however they do it. Yeah, for Definite. sure. Uh, uh, how much did you practice Heart to Break? Because that was a sold out event at $3 dun, dun, bill. Dun. So much fun. Tons of rehearsal. Was it icy? So icy. So icy. Um, what the VBS yeah, is like? I mean, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> this... Every time we do a show like this, a $3 bill is just, it blows my mind the like the level of talent that shows up. And just like, it's not just they're showing up the night of and whatever. It's like we have rehearsal on rehearsal. They have to learn the stuff that like, then we have tech and then we have like a complete dress. Like it's really a lot of dedication and it's fucking ton of work. And uh, I'm just, I'm really proud to be a part of it. It's, yeah. really, it's so good. It's really, the, I mean, the people that you're working with, they moved to New York for a reason because they're good and they've been rehearsing their whole life. Yeah. They can pick it up. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. It was really fun and um, very amazing. And I can't wait for the next one. Mm, well, I saw a show this uh, this week too. <gasps> RuPaul's Drag Race Live on the Strip, choreographed by Jamal Sims. Oh my God. Paul also directed. It was uh, Naomi, mm-hmm. Asia, uh, Cameron, Derek, Derek, mm-hmm. Vanjie, Vanjie, mm-hmm. and uh, wait, let me think. Asia, Derek, uh, Cameron, Naomi, and fuck, 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 fuck. who did Gloria Estefan? Cameron. I'm trying to think of all the numbers. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it was um, it was um, Evie Oddly too. Evie was in. Yeah. yeah, it was in the same room that I did Rock of Ages in in two thousand six. What? So like, I, the ushers were the same, like fucking old penguin ass. Wow. Um, like ancient. And Work. It was it was so nice to like see a show in that room because I always loved playing it because it was like it's small enough that you could like see faces, but big enough that there's like you know, um, almost a thousand people in it. I think. Yeah. Um, and it's only like two levels. Mm-hmm. People can run out into the audience. Asia hosted the house down. I watched Asia. I've watched her since like 2008, basically, yeah. in the Rose Room in Dallas. And she's always been on, like always the feathers and always the light up and always yeah. like the hosting and the quick comment and the when to go hard and when to go cute. And she never lost mm-hmm. the audience for one moment. Like it was always entertaining. That. The pit crew, bitch, this one named Dallas. Mm-hmm. Which is appropriate because Asia's from Dallas. Uh, and he, Dallas made a bunch of the clothes. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Naomi outfit was sickening. Yeah. Um, the pit crew, there was Michael and this boy named AJ and um, Dallas, obviously. And Did just, you suck them all? I didn't suck any of them, actually. But oh. I was in awe of their talent. <laughs> it, it, it was a dispute because I would have sucked them all. Like them Santas that one year. <laughs> Um, I suck all them. Suck all them sandals. I I have the only note I have is there are like three songs. I talked to Brandon after um, mm-hmm. who produces a show in Vegas. Yeah, shout out to Brandon Voss. Mm-hmm. Um, he it was like, what'd you think, girl? I was like, well, the Rusical songs, the girls are cringing through. Obviously, they're like believing in myself. Losing <laughs> is the new winning. Let me put on makeup in the mirror, and now I'm a winner. Um, like. <laughs> <laughs> and they're cringy bad songs. And it's weird because sometimes there's 
four voices on stage, four supposed voices on stage, but only like two on the track. They just alternate, and it's uh, just like, are you, how many voices did that one girl, Christine Bianco, do? Well, a lot. Yeah. Um, but it, I was so entertained. I told Brandon he needs to cut those songs. Everything else was really good. Yeah. Vanjie tore it down. Yeah. Tore it down. Doesn't she like come out of the ceiling on a stripper pole? She does. Like... And I guess she hurt her knee because one of the dancers had blood on them yesterday. Um, oh my God. Yeah. But uh, she didn't do the meet and greet, but we met, we saw everybody else. We met and got the dolls. Um, Derek didn't have a panty on for his little dance off number. Derek put some panties on that yellow outfit. You need a panty, girl. <laughs> you need a panty. A panty. <laughs> a tap pant. Something. Um, a bloomer. You don't do them bare bottoms. Um, uh, Na- <laughs> Naomi had on 48 inch hair yeah it was gorgeous Cameron did um, that w- that I Believe in Miracles number and the, oh. the the Chanel number with the apple usually oh I saw Chanel there too because Chanel's going to be in the show oh because she was watching and I was like when Cameron came out uh, doing that number that magical mystical number I, th- mm-hmm. I saw Chanel's going to pull out her apple uh-huh. just you watch <laughs> But um, it was it was really a great show. It like awesome. There was this thing like where they're supposed to be competing in like a mini challenge and then like a maxi challenge. And it's Mm -hmm. like this whole like device to get through the show. Like, oh, you're in an episode of drag drag race. And here's this magic remote, which makes the girls pause and stuff. That's stupid. But, um, (laughs) you know, I'm, I don't know who wrote it, but they must use a whole stack of post-its. The right. book is thin. The music and the girls and the performances are amazing. I recommend it. Go see it. <laughs> Work. Yeah. I Yeah, I want to go out and see it. Especially the men folk. The men folk, they're going to be the new boys of Britney for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, they're the new Vegas. Like, ooh, let's see if they're verse. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Gabe did the... Um, did Naomi use the cane? Like, Naomi like a used a flamingo, flamingo cane. It was literally. Yeah. Gabe did the did that. Raya said that that was her favorite thing in the whole show. That flamingo the flamingo cane because it's beautiful. Because Burr. you look at it and you're just like, oh wait, that's a flamingo, and it's like the flamingo. Yeah, that they're performing at. They're in the flamingo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had a flaming O when I came home from Vegas. The girl, girl, she had her Valentine's Day card punched. We're gonna flamingo on a break right now. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, just kidding, we're not on break at Courtney, all. Take uh, break. Courtney, take your break. Courtney, take your break. break. <laughs> I'm a man for my society. You think you're me to <laughs> uh, uh, Courtney, take, take your, your break. break. Do you know Go now, try it on. <laughs> try this latest For my from- blessed clientele. <laughs> <laughs> Try this latest from Mulan. <laughs> Go now. Try it, it on. on. Um, the Have you seen The Queen on Netflix? Oh, I have been seeing The Queen for years and years and years. Now, darling. I'm not saying that I haven't years seen it years, tonight, darling. but I haven't seen it yet on Netflix, but I've seen it. And everybody, if yeah. you like Drag Race, you will love The Queen even more. Yeah, check it out. I mean, previously it was just ripped in on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, you but, watch it in five segments. Yeah, for sure. But it's uh, on Netflix now, apparently, and it's a documentary about, I believe it's in the 60s. 68, yep. And uh, it's a drag pageant. And it's amazing. You have, like, Dorian Corey there. You yeah. have, um, who's the one that Aja played? Flawless Sabrina. Sabrina, who uh, basically rigged it. Girl, you have to watch. Girl. I don't want to give away any secrets, but the riggery and the rigatoni. They were serving rigatoni at the dinner. They had rigatoni. There was a bechamel. 
Yes. Um, and Riga Morris was the... Um, Riga Morris always wins, I think. host. Riga always places, at least. Girl, Crystal LaBeja, the infamous... Crystal, that's uh, who Aja played in Snatch Game. Yeah. If, you, if y'all are young and don't know. And then Crystal was also in Paris is Burning 20 years later. Yes. And uh, it sort of is the, that... You know, that was the breaking point for Crystal because she... She was done. She did really well in the pageant. And then someone who wasn't really prepared, but who was white, ended up winning. Mm -hmm. And she said, enough is enough. I'm not going to just stand here and like... Like, I won't. smile and look nice. I'm going to throw a fit and walk off the fucking stage. And then the cameras follow her and she throws this epic fit, which is amazing. I love yeah. a tantrum. Mm. Call me crazy. Call um, your PayPal. But then she went off and sort of that was like that was the beginning of like the ball scene. It and was she like, started doing her own thing. Yes. Yeah. Like we're going to do our own fucking thing for our community that isn't like just a rigged like like not even a competition it's just like it's her year (laughs) right i'm sorry it's her year yeah sorry um i do want to note too that uh this is nothing new but trans girls have been working as alongside drag queens for years and Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. this pageant Mm -hmm. shows the same thing Mm -hmm. 1968 Mm -hmm. it's all them dings some tucked back <laughs> some dongs too. Um, there's some uh, queens going at it. Is there drama? Uh, the I, UK girls are lovely. The UK girls are fighting. The are UK fierce. girls are fighting. <laughs> that and did not now work. They are fighting. <laughs> I tried. Um, I just saw the Vivian last week. I got out of the car. And uh, I saw a pretty, pretty girl, 9 a.m., pretty, pretty uh, tall girl on the streets, just puffing across the street from World of Wonder <laughs> with someone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I met her and her husband, David. Uh-huh. Um, they were filming. David. <laughs> David. Uh, and um, nice girl. Amazing. Congratulated her on her win. We Viviana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love Vivian. Yeah. Stan of Vivian. Apparently, Davina gave an interview with Gay Times or Attitude or some one of them rags about uh, her competition being cutthroat and some. she used the word kneecap at some point. Um, and this is in an interview. So I assume that it's a correct quote. I haven't looked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't talked to Davina, who I'm friends with. But um, it insinuates that her competition in... Drag Race was uh, able or willing to do those things. And that might have been one of the reasons she didn't win. In my opinion, one of the reasons she didn't win is they knew she'd make great all-stars TV. And they're like, she could win at any time. Vivian, I thought, like, she had the perfect dress. I'm glad she won. Vivian had my favorite dress. She's the one who I wanted the crown to match. Yeah. That's how I go by winner sometimes. You wear the right outfit, you can win. Yeah. You know, Vivian and Davina were both great, the whole competition. Um, Davina ex- showed so much talent, but I think Vivian's Trump thing and like the nowness of that and right. like the the pop culture of it all, that made World of Wonder definitely say, oh, let's grab her. She's going to do this great little basement show for us with Trump and then other things can yeah. happen. I think that's really influenced the decision. I don't think it was a lack of talent on Davina's part, but at this point, I say, uh, shut up shop and just keep it quiet until All Stars. 
Or don't. I mean, I'm sort of like, I, however, whoever you think should have won or how you think it should have gone. Yeah, crapshoot for me. I think it's always more exciting when there's a little bit of like, "Mm, well, uh, well, oh, I deserved it and she didn't. or, Or I deserved it and she didn't. I think it's more interesting. Like, and we're talking about it right now. So I don't know. It's giving them heat and momentum and and buzz and it's exciting and it's dramatic. And I hope that behind the scenes, they're actually just really good friends. That's my secret Christmas wish. for. I don't think they're friends. It seems she, she broke off the the friendship. She broke off the friendship publicly. Via Twitter. Via Twitter. I believe it was some sort of songbird. (laughs) (laughs) All I heard was tweet. Uh, I remember that scene in the workroom where they went at each other and Davina was flabbergasted that she didn't think Davina picked her in the right order and for something, you know, for that team. So There's I, sparks and tension, yes. I mean, just because we're all in the same field and we all work together does not mean we need to be friends, but hopefully they'll keep it civil. And if they do fight, please let me be there with a camera. Yeah. Please. For sure. Ugh. I would love to see the girls get scrappy. I'd love to see a reunion where they get to sit down and hash it out. What other girls would you like to see, possibly on season 12? Mm, what is this coming across our desk? This is, is something this? that hundreds of people this week have tried to DM me and bring my attention to. <laughs> it is a picture from 2017 of me in a The Blondes creation. <laughs> the red, white, and blue. The blue with the white stars mm-hmm. sort of. Cinchy bustier. I mean, that was blousey on me. It wasn't really cinched. Someone has edited you into a season 12 promo. Which What is this? Is this a thing? Yeah, the internet tried to be funny. And And it says, back, back, back. I'm the 12th queen, um, which we know isn't true because I'm in my 30s and all the queens are under 25 this year. Oh, dear. Yeah, the ageism is prevalent. Um, Yeah, it kind of sucks. I mean... Ageism and transphobia? Ugh, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I'm not on are season Are you confirming 12. that you're not on season I'm confirming okay. I'm not. I mean, there's... Pop- it's a great promo. There's opportunity for maybe like an untucked, maybe they're talking to my people. Oh, really? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. I mean, it's already filmed, but... Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's a great promo. Yeah. We'll put this up on... The uh, pod, uh, the podcast Instagram. I mean, maybe I should put it out for bookings because I hear that like some of the season twelve girls <laughs> that go home first are like, yeah, 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 yeah. You better get me now, uh, and I'm sorry about the price, but you'll yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, you're gonna need me. A, the, get me now by the second episode. You're gonna want me. Second episode, I really shine because <laughs> I go home. <laughs> um, some girl, a, a girl I was uh, working with was very clear about. Being okay with misleading promoters saying that she's on All Stars every season and she hasn't been. Okay. Yeah, isn't that funny? This happens. I think it's great. <laughs> every year you get the girls who aren't on Drag Race who are like, oh, I, sorry guys, I have to go off social media for a few weeks, can't talk about mm-hmm. it. And then they go off social media and everyone's like, oh, is she on? Is she on? And then the promos come out. And she, she, no, no. This happens no. every time. But this was a girl who's been on Drag Race already. And she keeps saying she's come back for All-Star season. 
I love it. It's oh, me, by the way. Be, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, Rue apologize. Oh, it's gonna be a big year. You might want to get me now. You might want to. You might now booking. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Calendars open. The calendar will be closing soon. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and take a break? And uh, we're gonna have a, a rainbow spotlight. Ooh, play this bitch out. Spotlight. Isn't that a Madonna song? Um. And it used to be a bar, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The spotlight on Kwanga. Wait, someone was telling me the building that that is what it is now. It's um, it's like the Dream Hotel next to it. There's a bar. The the hotel cafes in it. Yeah, it's like the spotlight was on the very corner across from the barbershop. Well, our rainbow spotlight this week is by uh, Shay Coulee. And this is a song called "Cocky," not. Not your song, Bukaki. That's different. <laughs> um, this is Halloween featuring Lila Star and the, the Vixen. Vixen. Let's give it a listen. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good. I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Drag. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. Girl. Okay, this is a segment, uh, much to the chagrin of many of our our vocal listeners. Chagrin, that French queen? Yeah, yeah, chagrin. Nikki Dahl's sister. Chagrin. Wipe that chagrin off your face. <laughs> this is a segment we call Let's Get Political. Political. I want to get political. Let me see you politicize. So, Primaries are happening now. If you are a Democrat out there, you need to make sure that you are registered to vote in our state. Vote.gov. That's where you register. That's right. And make sure you find out if you must be registered as a Democrat to vote in the primary. We've done Iowa and New Hampshire and all the other primaries are coming up. This is very important. And that we are just giving you that good old reminder Hey, and if you're underage, but you will be of age by the time the election happens, this is your responsibility, too. You're inheriting this country and all the fucking mistakes that the people older than you have made. So let's do something to change about and make it more what you want. Exactly. We have the possibility to make change. We just have to make sure we're doing our duty and voting. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. My outline says it was 65 degrees in Antarctica last week. This is terrifying. Big Dipper was telling me about this. Wait, and that means, okay, Celsius... Minus 34, that's like 31, divide it in half. That's like 15 degrees in Antarctica, I think, if you're British. It's pretty warm. I mean, that's warm for like this time of year it's February. around here. It was colder in Vegas yesterday. It was down to like 63. Yeah. How is Vegas colder than Antarctica? That's really terrifying and probably not good. Um, This is coming from NPR. That's NPR. Um... So I'm going to read it in my NPR voice, okay? Antarctica experienced its hottest day on record last Thursday. Very arty, Shapiro. At at least that's what scientists reported at Argentina's Esperanza Research Station. Esperanza is Evita's daughter. She's from Argentina, too. Yes. On the very northern tip of the Antarctic Peninsula, the finding announced Thursday by Argentina's National Meteorological Service placed the temperature at 18.3 degrees Celsius, or just about 65 degrees Fahrenheit. That would make it the hottest temperature that we have ever seen over the length of record that we have for Antarctica, says Randall Sir Hardname, the World Meteorological Organization's Repertoir of Weather and Climate Extremes. Oh, okay. Randall's the boss of that stuff. You're so. the repertoire of, of drag race. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I don't uh, know that you're right, but I do take sh- umbrage and chagrin. <laughs> umbrage Analytica. This is uh, this Crazy. is not good. I guess the reason we bring it up is, uh, you know, um, to uh, 
let you know that climate change is real and happening. And so it goes back to voting because our leaders and people in office can make changes and regulations Mm -hmm. that the current administration is kind of just like ignoring completely this issue. Uh, So again, it's important to vote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're giving them what they want this segment. We're All giving them bird them noises. Using the whole politics. soundboard. And it's. You know what? I mean, uh, hopefully we can get someone in office who does the right clemencies and pardons the right people, too. We can get uh, the Black Widow out of jail, get her pumping the girls again, because if climate change stops, the, the work will stop melting and going <laughs> south. So we'll need the Black Widow out again. She did a lot of good work, a lot of good work, good bodies. <laughs> Just at the end, the pulmonary embolisms, they get sent to the heart through the arteries. Who's this from? Who's the Black Widow? The Black Widow is that pumper that went to jail. Her mugshot is like, have you seen her ass in profile? Oh, her? That pumper. Word. Pump, 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 get it, get it. Is it Tia Carrere from AJ and the Queen? No! I wonder (laughs) if she was the inspiration. I I bet. Tia Carrere, Grammy winner. Best Hawaiian album. Seriously? Yeah. We stand Tia Carrere. 2010, I think. I love her. Wayne's World. Um, yeah, so support climate change, really. And follow that Greta girl online. She's really, really smart. I've never. Yeah. It's weird to like think like, oh, a child is smarter than me. But they are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I do better hair. But she just. <laughs> whatever. She seems cool. Send her a wig. Send her, your, uh, <laughs> send her one of your units. <laughs> it's on a full lace cap. Full lace cap. <laughs> Uh, Mind the combs. Why don't we? <laughs> why don't we come right back and we'll uh, talk about some more drag chasing. Sounds fun. Oh, I love your. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh wow! Strangely Here. warm. Let me get this glow well. stick. <coughs> oh wow! It's a flare. Yes. Oh wow! I can see you. You look mm-hmm. amazing. Thank you. This is the moment where we go That's the that's the uh, web toad frog. It's a species that has never seen the light of day. No 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 no. Spelunking deep into the DMs. Uh, do you want to read this Yeah, this is from Jeff. Dear Bill, Al, and Skip. Nice. Wow. Real informal. Love both the pods. Don't listen to the distractors who try to condone or condemn you for not getting all the facts right during Let's Get Political. Your job (laughs) is to start the conversation, not to be pundits and experts. This is a job. That being said, (laughs) in today's classic episode, you question the possibility of transmitting HIV from sharing contact lenses. While there are infections that can be transmitted that way, HIV is not one of them. It's not spread through tears. The eye is a mucus membrane and studies have focused on medical professionals becoming infected through blood splatter during medical procedures the probability of stereo converting from blood in the eye is 0.03 percent the concentration of the virus in cum is lower and the risk therefore lower 
keep on keeping on. No jerk picks because that's not how I roll. Sorry, not sorry. Can't wait to hear what you do for season 12. Cheers, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. So you've so you're saying I've been keeping Poscom out of my eyes for all these years and I didn't have to? Wow. This wow, is a Jeff. game changer. Oh my God. My my A, I'm gonna spend a lot less on Latisse. <laughs> because I thought it worked the same. Damn. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. That's Thanks, really good Jeff. to know. And thank you for condoning our uh, our behavior. Um, now, the next message is from Harry. <laughs> Dear ha- the House of Pod. <laughs> Just, <laughs> house of Pod! Your house, our rules. Just a quick note to say I, house for one... <laughs> house of Pod! <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick note to say I, for one, adore this segment, Let's Get Political. As a 24-year-old gay in London, I personally find it informative, enlightening, enraging, and necessary. Please never cut her. The uneducated faggots need to not bury their heads in the sand, which we see so often. Thank you for your service. Oh, thank you, Harry. Thanks, Harry. Uh, This next one comes from Anon, and that makes sense. I used to do that a lot. Dear Willem, Alaska, and the big dip dip Davenport Dupree III. I am writing in after the DM a few weeks ago about small dicks to offer an alternative perspective. I have a big dick, and believe me, it's not all sunshine and roses. Okay. Hmm. Admittedly, it's a very effective way of tracking local bottoms, but almost always those dick pigs have no interest in any other part of me. Not my body, my face, my personality. This kind of objectification has made me have body image and self-esteem issues. It also makes finding a romantic relationship more difficult, as when a date finds out about my baby arm, they often shift their interest immediately to sex rather than an interest in getting to know me better. Many bottoms also demand tops to be unrealistically masculine, possibly because being submissive to someone feminine would make them feel emasculated, which ultimately stems from misogyny and gay shame. This, of course, makes me feel unnecessarily self-conscious as I could never fulfill their fantasies. While Willem's poetic descriptions of the big dicks in your DMs are entertaining, they actually feed into the fetishization and objectification. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I'm not sorry. As a side note, I also don't always want a top. Sometimes I want to get a good dicking, but it's hard to find someone interested in my hole. They either want a bottom for me or feel self-conscious about their dick. It's all just toxic masculinity centered around the just size of... One body part. Wow. Oh, we turned the page and the dick was there. I'm not sure what my question is, but it's worth acknowledging that any kind of feeling of inadequacy that from having a small penis just comes from society's obsession about the size of everyone's manhood or womanhood. At the risk of being a hypocrite, I've attached a video. A video? And pictures of my dick. There's a video? This outline does not play video. Where's Dipper? Where is she? This is why hey, she called you, out. Dipper's out of office today because she is in, she's doing a show in New York at um, Rock Bar tomorrow. It's happening tomorrow. So yeah. go see it if you need a little V Day date and you want a bear hug. Anonymous has released a dick pic with a bottle of Merlot next to it, or maybe it's a Shiraz. It's a screw top, but I'm not against it's a the Chardonnay. Screw top. It's, easier. it's a Chardonnay. That is not a Chardonnay. Why is it in a red wine bottle? It says N N A Y, and that's the only thing that ends in it. Okay, El Guando. Well, that's a dark bottle for a Chardonnay, but you I know love you. a Chardonnay. I personally, I'm more interested in the wine bottle than the dick, but that's why we make a good team. You know Honestly. what I mean? This this, <laughs> this pairs up really well. Um, now, this bottle is held at the base of the balls, not the base of the shaft, but it no less is not any less impressive because that bottle, it starts to curve at the top where, like, the neck is, 
at the end of the dick. And that's not even with him pulling on it or the foreskin pulled back. It's not even stretched that hard. The foreskin is gently um, peeled back, but not in a way that it looks like it's straining at all. Uh, the member is big enough to stand out on its own, but with the wine bottle, it really makes it impressive and appealing to um, whores and drunks. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Uh, he has a flat stomach, a uh, happy trail that sparsely goes up to it. Um, I'm sorry that he experiences self-esteem issues. I'm sure we all do in some capacity. Yeah. Him writing in about it with a dick like this makes me want to go do that Janine Garofalo gift from Romeo and Michelle's where all the water comes out of her mouth and she goes, <laughs> <laughs> that, because this guy's dick is amazing. And um, I don't. I I understand being objectified and stuff because like people do that when I have a wig on sometimes. Yeah. Um but I don't mind it. I'm getting laid one way or another, but I'm I'm I don't Yeah, did he ask a question? No, but I think this is an what did important he want... thing to say because we've yeah. had so many conversations about All dicks are valid. Uh, all dicks are valid and Not I, all draggers. I think it's speed <laughs> I think it speaks to a greater conversation about it's not just about genitals, and I don't think it ever really should be. Yeah, but I have a question. Yeah. So, I'm um, I I got on some app as like a paid promo, and I started using it, and okay, I met this guy, and I'm like, hey, we matched. I like um, long walks on the beach and uh, second dick. And then he wrote hi, and I was like, you know what? Scratch the beach. I really like fucking instead. And then he's like, oh, you're funny, blah blah blah. I don't have anything witty to say like that back, but like, I'm like, oh, I'm not writing to you for your wit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, I'm I'm kind of not down for hookups, but if you let me take you out to take you out, we can, uh, you know. I, uh-huh. I was like, sure. So I won't say no to that. Went out for brunch. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, went to a movie later, and then. He's like, uh, and we 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 had like an hour off in between. Like he went home and did something. And then like I brought Raya and him to the movies. And then I, I was like, okay, well, that counts as two dates. Next date, we're fucking. He's like, you really don't know how to date, do you? And I was like, no. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I forgot why I was telling this story. It was something about. Something about genital focus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm worried because he's a great, nice guy. Uh-huh. Um. And his body seems together and stuff. But, like, what if, like, third day, fourth day, I really like him, and then the dick just doesn't work for me? Am I fucked? Well, that's a bridge you'll just cross when you get to it. He's not fucking me on a bridge. I hate bridges. Um, Nash Bridges, I love that. uh, Jodie Lynn (laughs) O'Keefe, star of Nash Bridges. Jodie Lynn O'Keefe, friend of the pod. I love her. (laughs) Um, But, like, I also hooked up with someone in Vegas who... Not the not the Valentine's guy, the second guy. I almost mm-hmm. hooked up with him. His dick went in my mouth for a second before I was like, no. Because that's what he led with, an amazing dick pic on Grinder. And I was like, oh, this is an instant yes. So he picks me up in his little car at the casino. And then we start going to his house. We get to his house. And then I'm like, oh, wow. he's He doesn't look like his pictures. You know, oh. not that I could see yet. But like he, the the trim, shapely man in the pictures was not the trim was not the man standing before me. The pictures were old. I'm sure it was him, uh-huh. but like, and I didn't ask for a shirtless picture. It was my own fault and everything, and I should have learned. But I was like, you know what? I gotta stop. I'm not so into this, mm-hmm. and I left. And I was just like, this is one of those things where I'm like, it's my own responsibility. I need to get better at it. But like, 
if I was, if his dick was on the guy that I went to brunch with, I'll be fine with it. Mm -hmm. But like everything else was bad, you know? Well, what's more important, the sex or like the person? I guess it just depends if you're going to be living with them or not, because you really need to be able to tolerate a person and not a penis. Yeah. And it, yeah, it depends on you and it, it depends on what you're looking for. Because if you're just looking for like a sexual experience, then I guess it matters less who the person is or what the personality is like. But it sounds like our anonymous wine bottle um, person uh, is looking for like dating and like getting to know people more and doesn't want to be just objectified based on this one aspect of his anatomy i think that he could alter his behavior then and not let people on that he has this massive schlong until he's ready for it then because it seems like they find out about it but you know as soon uh, yeah i mean i know what i'm like when i find out i was making out with a guy and my hand went down his pants and i was like oh okay my whole week has changed now i'm yeah. planning this whole trip differently now right <laughs> Oh, my God. I talk too much. Well, let's go on to the next question. Thank you for sharing your story. I like that perspective, Anonymous. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The next one is uh, about LGBT funding. Okay, it says, Hello, Big D, Alaska, and Willem. This may not be appropriate to read on the pod. I could be in trouble. But I wanted you to know your last hot goss and call to action regarding regarding the DPH funding cut. I work for the organization that can make changes. Last week, I alerted our community liaisons to this issue. Although the BOD are looking into this, we are in motion to find a work around to get these essential services back. Just wanted you to know that you are making a difference with your platform, and I applaud you. So tell others to fuck off because I love hearing your lovely squawking singing, (laughs) your typical fangirl, N. Thank you, N. That's good to know. That's really nice. I Googled BOD. It might stand for biochemical oxygen. No. Business and... I don't know what it stands for. Um, But... The testing, an update on that is they, they, it's available again, but it's for pay now. And Damn. Yeah, so they're trying to fix that, and I hope it does get fixed. Next question is from Nick. Dear Alaska Typhoon Fornication, Willem oh. Newchington III, and Big Daddy Dipper Tinter Jr., Sorry, Dipper Trina Jr. (laughs) Dipper Trina. Trina. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I fucking love your show. It's clever, witty, insightful, entertaining, and balanced. Willem, you're a shady cunt, and I fucking love you. I nearly driven my car off the road from laughing at your dry comments, and I love your thoughtful perspective, Alaska. Also, having Big Dipper's gorgeous laugh and voice like honey... Oh, makes for perfect podcast. I see where this is going. (laughs) Loving Willem's insight into season four. Can't wait for Alaska's commentary on season five when it's due. (laughs) I want wow. to give a salute to you for mentioning Australian brush fires. It means a lot. The world is watching. My question is, this week on the show, you Im- intimated. Inti- intimated that the drama between Fifi and Sharon was somewhat manufactured, yet it seems so real. I know they struggled to find drama in the UK version of RDR. Was the drama between Jinx and Roxy real or manufactured? Sorry to ask an out-of-season question. My second question is around ageism. Wow, I just talked about that. Mm-hmm. Is there a thing in the drag community? It does didn't seem to be in the bear community that I hang out in, but I've noticed some of the dolls being shady to older dolls on the show. Mentorship and sponsorship is so important. Love your thoughts. Here's my drick. P.S. Big Dipper has seen this drick before. Oh. 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 Well, the picture is a moody black and white. Wait, who's that, Dipper? Oh, hey. 
And interestingly, take it from directly standing forward. So you can't, I mean, it's... Uh... But the upward curve of it does give it a very big top Candy Mountain feel. Yeah. It feels like something you want to climb and then descend upon. Yeah. Like this is the perfect dick for riding face forward. This is not a reverse cowgirl dick. Okay. Or reverse cowboy. Reverse cow person dick. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Um, well, there are a few questions in there. First of all, we'll get to the drama between Jinx and Roxy when we get to season five. But no, it was not manufactured. It was not artificial. That was some real shit. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it. I think it was produced and I think it was in, it like encouraged. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think the circumstances were favorable for that to happen. But it wasn't like Jinx and Roxy were like, let's do this for fun at all. Yeah. Oh, at all. Uh, the other question is about ageism. And uh, I think that in the gay community, uh, ageism really exists. I mean, it's why we kicked Courtney out. <laughs> the oldest one. We got to get some new blood in there. Uh, Thinking of a pretty girl, pretty foreign girl, like... Nikki doll. Nikki doll. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, We're kidding. Uh, we love Courtney. Yeah. I think it does exist. And I think it's unfortunate because I don't know. I mean, everyone gets fucking older. So fuck off. You know, if you're if you are rude or shady to someone who is older than you, that's so dumb because there it's literally something that happens to everyone. Yeah. And there's a lot that can be learned about the generations that have come before us. The shit that they have had to go through and fucking fight for and lay the groundwork for us to be out here dancing shirtlessly. Come on. On Race Chaser Classique this week, Chad talks about it with Fifi and says uh, and gives her advice on 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 how to control her temper. And and she just mm-hmm. yells over Chad and Chad says, baby, one day you'll understand. And yes. I think Fifi's at the age now where she does understand. Yeah. And she's. I mean, she's not the person I knew nine years ago in that workroom. Yeah. Um, but the ageism thing, it's its so real. And it is, it's one of those things where you just look at the people doing it and you're just like, you should be so lucky to get old in this community because Damn. a whole generation of us before that, I mean, I, I, this Instagram that I read all the time, um, it's called like, I think AIDS Memorial or something. Mm-hmm. All my friends are on it. Um, yeah, it's called the AIDS Memorial. It's on Instagram and it just tells stories of like people post like this would have been so-and-so's 69th birthday or, you know, this is everything and, um, about them obituaries. Um, and it's, it's like, it's a privilege to get old. Yeah, exactly. You just need face tapes. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but. it, it's good uh, that this exists less in the bear community, as they mentioned. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because I think, like, intergenerational. And, like, I don't know. When I was, like, younger and gay, when I first moved to L.A., I was always interested in older guys. I was interested in hanging out with them and, like, dating them. And, they have like, cars. They have cable. And they have, like, hot. good taste in music, and they have they been know around, how to and they know how to, yes. They, they know cool people. Yes. Older people are great. And I wouldn't trade those experiences for anything, and I definitely encourage. Oh, let's skip to the next one. Just 
Oh, we're skipping. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. From horny and on house arrest. Okay. Hello, Willem, Alaska, and Dipper. Sorry for not being punny with your names to stand out, but I'm honestly not that sassy. Nice. Baby, you don't need to be. To get straight to the point, I want your advice on a hookup-related quandary. Mm-hmm. We're experts now, I guess. I'm currently on house arrest via an app on my phone that tracks me and ensures I keep my curfew in between the hours of 9 p.m. to 8 a.m., which it makes four random calls with my way, which requires me to immediately respond via a voice call. The alarm sounds like a pierce. The alert sounds like a piercing fire alarm. As most grinder hookups are more late night, I have been having issues trying to get my fun time in without being paranoid about being interrupted. My question is, what do you think is the best way to go about this? Should I make an excuse for it? If so, any good ideas? Let them know beforehand, or keep my hookup times outside my curfew. Any advice? This. Any advice to this weird situation would be appreciated. Here's some pictures of my dicks. My apologies, Willem, for the lack of balls. Horny and on house arrest. I hate your comforter. Um, your <laughs> dick is amazing. Your balls are great. Uh, fat foreskin, fat head. Amazing body. The nipples are uh, smaller than gumdrops. Um, Race Chaser Pod has officially liked this photo also. And I endorse that. And that's me trying to get it in my hole. What would you do? I've only known one person, and it wasn't on house arrest. She just had a breathalyzer, and I had to blow it in. She would call me, and I have to go over to the house to blow it. <laughs> uh, I think just explain it. Explain the situation. Yeah, and if if the the arrest is something stupid that you got in trouble for, just lie and say it's something cooler. If okay. you if you plan to hang out with this person, because otherwise, he might say, "Oh, he's a bank robber." Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because I think uh, I think honesty is always good. Unless you have a really good lie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One more. That dick was so good. This one or, or the next? This hey, one. If, if you're sending dicks like that into... Um, never mind. All right. This message is from Graham. Hi, Willem, Alantra, and Dipper Teen Truvada. Hi, I'm a longtime mm. supporter of everything you do. Anyway, I've always had feelings for my best friend since second grade, and I think he has feelings for me too. Should I just go for it? Here's a dick pic because I love you. It's small, I know. No, it's not. That's, that's great. That is not small. And if you think that's small, good for you. Um, but I don't think it is. That's if you put your if you put your fist every finger around it, there would still be at least a couple inches sticking out. And it looks like a small plantain, <laughs> thickness-wise. Big, bigger than a banana, smaller than a plantain. <laughs> yes. So what do you think about the, the best friend from second grade thing? Um, if you've known them, if, if you've known anybody from second grade, you probably have, like, this friendly shorthand thing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think that talking about it would be the best way to go about it. Yeah, right? I think you can have a conversation about it. Don't spring, don't spring like it on them because that could be weird. Yeah, or maybe spring it on them if it's romantic. Who knows? I don't know. Or like, so have you ever thought about us getting together? Sometimes these things happen. Like people who uh, end up getting married for a long time is like someone they knew for a long time, mm-hmm. and then they're like, all of a sudden, they're like, well, actually, I think that that might. Work, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be like a movie and it's spontaneous and dramatic. It can be like a conversation that you have. So yes, and then if you know each other this long, if he's like, no, not really, you can be like, okay, well, 
we could be friends. I mean, at every point when gay men meet each other, there's that first initial sizing up of like where you decide, am I going to try to fuck them or am I going to be friends with them? Mm -hmm. And like some of my best friends are people that I've tried to fuck or have already tried to fuck. Yeah. Or have fucked. Yeah. That's what I think I said the same thing three times. Yeah. Um, But these dicks, God, they got me in a tizzy. There is a lot of tizzying of dicks. There's a flurry of dicks coming in oh, this week. So many dicks. Um, from Fresh, hello, Ulasco. Will- hello, Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Will Yum and Tripper Train Tracks. Longtime listener, first time bottom. I'm not sure if you've heard it, but I use a service <laughs> called Hello Fresh. Ding. Oh. This past week, I received a very interesting meal. What? <laughs> French onion soup. Classique. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> With a Q. Anyway, that's it. I thought you might get a kick out of it. Sorry, I don't have my dick to supply. The museum doesn't allow taking photos of the artwork. Oh, wow. oh. very nice. Matt, I like you. Wow. Why are we skipping all these pages with the other dicks, though? We're like 20 minutes. We're, We're cutting the dicks for time? Cut for time. Uncut for time. Uncut for time. <laughs> uh, that is so funny. Do you think HelloFresh is taking a, a note out of our book and just adding classique to things to make it sound fancy and rustic? I mean, you calling me rustic, bitch? <laughs> Rustique. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us this week on Hot Goss. We'd love yes. you to send us your questions to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Good questions and nudity get priority, but also not nudity is fine too. Nude priority? We are only boarding nude, nude priority. priority. Sir? Check your boarding pass. No, you're clothed. I, do not, I don't see a dick. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. We haven't called your zone. Mm-mm, that's a skin tag. Active military. <laughs> Passive military. <laughs> we have bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. These are really fun. We just did one where we answered a bunch of questions while doing our makeup. Oh, the RuPaul wigs are coming uh, too. The, yes, it's really fun stuff and really fun to do. You can sign up to be a patron. You can support us. And you can just search using the hashtag race chaser on Patreon. And you can watch the videos a la car however you want. And if you're on Instagram, I'm at Willem. Alaska is at the only Alaska 5000. And the podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. And we will be back next week with more piping, piping steaming, scalding, scalding boiling, boiling, hot guns. Courtney, take your break. Courtney, take your break. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot.